is everybody in is everybody in the podcast is about to begin graveyard grumbler podcast hello everyone welcome to episode 44 of the graveyard grumbler podcast i'm your host tino romero jr aka the graveyard grumbler and today's episode is like i mentioned a couple weeks ago that we are going to be kind of detouring off what i normally do and we're going to go into the origins of some jacked up stories like pinocchio a lot of the disney movies and a lot of the nursery rhymes because i watched this special on them a while ago and realized that they have some pretty jacked up origins it is nuts it is completely insane how crazy some of the origins are Uh, today's origin is story is actually going to be about pinocchio this movie is one of my top favorite movies so i kind of had to look into the origins of it since yeah a lot of these a lot of the stories the originators were were kind of messed up in the head and they originally wrote this shit to be all screwed up but before we get into the episode i want to thank everyone from everywhere who listens to the show thank you for bearing with me for the last couple weeks I know my releasing of my episodes was kind of spotty. I missed a, I missed a Sunday. I was in uh, Alabama training for a new job, and I just got back on Friday night. But now everything is going, you know, is kind of evening out back to normal. So expect every Saturday or Sunday show releases. But before we continue, I have a special announcement. Special special announcement. Uh, this upcoming Saturday on November 7th, I will be having Eve S. Evans, the author. She's, she's a paranormal and horror author. I have one of her books. It's called uh, The Shadow People. There's real ghost stories. There's haunted places. There, oh, my gosh. It, it is. She's, she's an amazing uh, author, and I have the privilege to have her on the show on Saturday, so tune in for that. But let's get into the episode. So the beginning and the, the original writing was on July 7th, 1881 of, of uh, the Pinocchio. But, but before I go into that, let me just read you an excerpt from one of the, one of the, the, the original pieces of the story. Okay, As he no longer had any strength left with which to stand, he sat down on a little stool and put his two feet on the stove to dry them. And while he slept, his wooden feet began to burn burn slowly and turn into ash so that's just a little sample of what we're going to be talking about today this fool burned his fucking feet off but hey (laughs) again that's another that's a whole different story so uh, the original story was written by author carlo collodi in italy and it was originally written july 7th 1881 Uh, the origins is dark and twisted but the disney movie rewrote it to make it soft and fuzzy and not so dark the original story was written it was you know it was about pinocchio and it had death mutilation and murder inside the story my my curious my question is why can't i have a movie that shows everything that happened in the original story i mean yeah i understand that disney wanted to make it more kid friendly and they wanted to make it you know something where you learn a lesson but don't you think kids would learn a lesson if they were getting mutilated, beat up and <laughs> and murdered for for deceit? I mean, that's the only thing I can guess is that they, they were actually the Pinocchio was just being deceitful. I mean, because, yeah, it, it may not have all the dark, twisted origins of the story, but there is a base where everything came from. So, you know, I, I'm assuming because, I, you know, again, I just did the research here recently when I came back in town. So I'm, I'm guessing that, well, anyway, let, let's continue. 
<laughs> so what was Pinocchio? Pinocchio was a wooden puppet created by Mr. Geppetto so he can have a child to raise. Uh, Mr. Geppetto was a poor woodsmith and a marionette who so desperately wanted to have a family. He was poor, had no money, and he was hoping that by having this little puppet or this little boy that he would be able to turn things around and make some money and, you know, at least live because he was doing really horribly side jobs just for a fucking crust of bread and a cup of water. How bad does shit have to be to where you have to carve something or wish for something just to get a crust of bread and some water? That that That's some uh, new level craziness right there but so that you know that's how the story originated or started was that mr geppetto wished upon a star and he wanted to create this and, and have this person this little boy come to life so and let me see here as soon as pinocchio well once pinocchio was carved and as soon as he had a mouth he began <laughs> he began to repeat and tell mr geppetto tell lies just like mr geppetto did now in in the in the origin story, it you know it shows or it says that Mr. Geppetto told lies to Pinocchio to protect him. You know, most all parents tell parental lies to kind of protect your kid to where you do something, you lie about it, but you're doing it to benefit them. And I don't think that lying to your kid period is 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 acceptable. But you know, everyone has their own reasoning, and, and you know, the little white lies as as they're called. I don't think that they should be blown out of proportion or I don't know. Wait, hold on. Let me rephrase that. I, I don't think, you know, it, by, by showing your kids that it's okay to lie under certain circumstances kind of turns around and bites in the ass because then they grow up thinking that lying is okay if it's to protect people or to, you know, make things lie about it to make make a bad situation to a better situation. And, and I don't, I don't think that's pretty cool, but unfortunately that's what Mr. Geppetto uh, taught Pinocchio and Pinocchio was like, fuck it. I'm just going to lie. You know, fuck this fool. Uh, let me see here. So uh, one of the lies that Mr. Geppetto told him was that he, uh, G Mr. Geppetto sold his coat to buy Pinocchio a school book, but G Mr. Geppetto tells him that he sold it because it was too hot. Now. Okay. Again, I, I know that is one, a pure parental lie to protect your child, you know, and saying that, you know, you sold something that you desperately need just to have, just to give your kids something that they're going to need to better their life and, and their future. And I understand that he tells them, hey, eh, I was too hot. I didn't need the jacket anyway. So fuck it, I'm just going to sell this thing. But don't lie to your kid. Just tell him, hey, man, you know, I can't afford it. So I need to sell my jacket so I can get you some books. So, you you know, you won't grow up to be a dumbass and you can actually do something with your life. But he didn't. And that, again, that's just a snowball effect to where Pinocchio is like, hey, fuck it. I'm just going to... uh I'm just going to do whatever I want because that's how I roll, you know? I don't know. See, and Pinocchio apparently was a little shithead. He was a little, he was a little bastard of, not a bastard of a kid, but, you know, he was a little rebellious little shithead. And, you know, he, re, Pinocchio refused to go to school. And uh, as, soon, <laughs> as soon as Pinocchio was, uh, learned how to walk, he ran away from home and caused problems between his father and the landlord. So he, Mr. Geppetto was almost kicked out of his little humble abode because Pinocchio started some shit saying that Mr. Geppetto was was doing this and doing that and and the landlord was like yo I can't have that so get the hell out of my apartment or my little my little cottage or whatever he he rented luckily Mr. Geppetto was able to you know smooth things over and convince the landlord that hey you know I'm I'm not doing anything wrong and I'm paying my rent so can I stay however as the as the saga continues Pinocchio lied saying that Geppetto abused him 
And Mr. Geppetto was thrown in prison because of it. Now, can you imagine being created by this man and he, you know, teaches you, he gives you limbs, he gives you uh, a mouth and he teaches you how to walk and function as a, as a child, pretty much. Now, now the time frame for this is between like five and seven years old where this, you know, this whole shit happened. But can you imagine just being just 100% backstabbed and Pinocchio's like, oh, he's, he's abusing me. And you get thrown in prison by a goddamn wooden puppet. They, why didn't they show that in, in the Walt Disney movie? I think that would have been some real good, you know, reality shit. I would love to have uh, have seen the cops come and pick up Mr. Geppetto for falsely being accused of, of abusing Pinocchio. I, I mean, yeah, it's kind of jacked up, but why not just keep the origins of the story? I, I understand Walt Disney is a fluff piece. I understand that Walt Disney takes bad things and makes it into, you know, into magical fairy tales. I, I understand that, but why? Let's keep this shit raw. Let's keep this shit, you know, in real life, straight prison rules. I want to see that. Make an appearance by uh, by prison Mike by from The Office. <laughs> you know, so how bad was Pinocchio and what actually happened to him? Now, this is where shit started getting a little dark, you know. I, if For those of you who think that Pinocchio is one of the greatest things that's ever been created, fine. Cover your ears. Don't listen to the next few parts or listen to him. Maybe you can respect Walt Disney a little bit more and it'll make you like Pinocchio that much more. However, this, again, this is the origin story and I was shocked 100% to read and learn about <laughs> what the original author had in store for Pinocchio. Which, again, I think they should have left it in, but I'm not a director. I'm, I'm just a podcaster, you know what I mean? So, all right, so let me see here. Pinocchio killed Jiminy Cricket. Yes, you heard me. Pinocchio killed Jiminy Cricket. Uh, Jiminy, well, let me see. Pinocchio killed Jiminy by throwing a hammer at him and squishing him on the wall. So when Pinocchio was trying to rebel and say, fuck it, I'm going to do whatever I want, Jiminy, being his conscience, said, hey, you shouldn't do that. You know, there's a lot of things that that you need to learn and really, you know, trust me, trust Mr. Geppetto. You don't want to do this. It's not good for you. And Pinocchio pretty much said, fuck you. I'm not going to listen to you. Threw a damn hammer at the wall and squished Jiminy Cricket with the fucking hammer on the wall for telling him what to do. You know, that's some 187 gang shit right there. I mean, I think the origins of Pinocchio should have actually been on gangland and not converted into the uh, Walt Disney, the, the Walt Disney movie. You know what I mean? Now, <laughs> can you imagine the gangland narrator narrating that part? Italy, June 7th, 1881. Pinocchio's angry and his rival, Jiminy Cricket, tries to tell him what to do. Pinocchio grabs a hammer, and serves Jiminy Cricket some street justice. At 11.45 a.m. in Italy, there was a 187, which is code for homicide in police code. And then, boom, they show <laughs> they showed a blurred-out version of Jiminy Cricket's body smashed against the wall, and they have Pinocchio interviewed with his eyes blacked out and his big-ass long nose, you know. He's like, <laughs> you know that when they when the narr the gangland narrator asked Pinocchio, so what went through your mind when you viciously murdered Mr. Cricket? <laughs> you know, or they introduce him, Pinocchio, aka Mr. Puppet from West Side Italy Three Sur Trece Gang. <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh my gosh, that would have been fucking brilliant. I I think they should have done that just just because. 
and, you know, do someone someone do a spoof on that. It just put put the uh, the gangland narrator on Pinocchio after he killed Jiminy Cricket. That'd have been that'd have been great, you know. <laughs> so yeah, you know, um, you know, everyone the little cricket was all happy wearing his little tux and his fucked up hat. But now nah, the fool got taken out by by Pinocchio. Pinocchio didn't like being told what to do, and he had to take him out hood style. You know, I don't understand. So what other things that happened to Jiminy, I mean to Jiminy, to Pinocchio. Let me see here. So Pinocchio was stabbed, hanged, mugged, abducted, tied and whipped, almost starved to death and had his legs burned off, which were replaced by, of course, Mr. Geppetto. Now, that little excerpt that I read earlier today where he said he was too, too exhausted and too tired and then sat on the stool to warm his feet. Apparently, he had been in the rain and his and his feet and shoes were wet so he decided to dry him off fell asleep and burned his shit down to ash why didn't they leave that in they should have left that in as well let me see here so uh pinocchio was rude and ungrateful boy who was very naive and had a lot of bad things happen to him you know we all understood that in the movie the walt disney movie there's a lot of things that happened you know he turned into a donkey he he uh, was left astray or led astray by the fox and the cat. He was uh, kidnapped by Stromboli and the and the marionette, the traveling little marionette thing that where he was locked into the cage. A lot of things in Walt Disney did happen to him, but they weren't as severe as the origins. And again, I keep repeating myself, but they should have left the origin shit that happened to Pinocchio in the actual movie. So uh, this was quoted by Walt Disney. Pinocchio is too cocky, too much of a wise guy, and too puppet-like to be sympathetic to the audience. Now, if your boss is already telling you that, hey, man, this character, he's just too cocky, he's not sympathetic, and we need to, you know, turn, turn him around, wouldn't you think that you had gold already right there? Why change everything up? Apparently, uh, Walt Disney said this during uh, during the mid-production of the of the movie, and he he completely canceled it out he, or stopped it and said, hey, you know, we we need to... <laughs> We need to revamp this because this shit is too dark and we uh, we can't be doing this shit. It, we can't we can't scare people even more than than what they already are. So let's you know, let's turn it around and make this a, a nice fluff piece. You know, I don't I don't think that they should have done that. They should just left it the dark, gory origins that it was. So what, what else happened to Mr. Pinocchio or little Pinocchio? Pinocchio gets mugged by the fox and the cat. Pinocchio bites the cat's paw off to get away. So. You know, you remember the uh, the fox and the cat, the cat who had the, you know, the long sleeves or whatever. And then the, the fox who was dapper in that in his uh, in his little suit shit that he had. So apparently they mugged him. They they jumped Pinocchio. And in order for Pinocchio to get away, he bit the cat's paw completely off to get away. In the movie, they didn't show that in, in Walt Disney. They didn't show that. What they showed was him being led away with the fox and the cat and being duped and, and, you know, getting robbed, you know, with, uh, with caress, you know, I mean, with finesse, just, he got finesse out of his, out of his shit. But in the origins, this motherfucker had a fight raw and, and bit the paw, just bit that shit off. They should have left it in. So Pinocchio lies about having gold coins and his nose grows so long that he cannot turn around in the room. The fairy calls for a flock of woodpeckers to chisel his nose back down to size. Now, for those of you who watch the movie, again, this is a spoiler alert. I mean, I'm, I'm already halfway into this movie. So if, if you haven't watched the movie yet, then there's a lot of spoilers. And I apologize for that. But in the movie, they, you know, he's locked up in the cage the first time where he's, you know, oh, you know, I would he starts lying and, and his nose grows and grows and grows and grows. 
And then at the end there, at, you know, at the end of his, of his lying, there was a nest on the edge and there's birds that pop out and all this other crap. And then the fairy does her little magic thing and, and his nose goes back, goes back to normal and he's freed from the birdcage out from uh, Stromboli, from uh, the marionette people. But in the origins, it's not that easy. In the origins, she calls a flock of woodpeckers to peck his nose back down to normal. What in the actual hell? Now, they why? I mean, if he's a he's a, a puppet, so I don't think there would have been any blood or anything like that. But why didn't they leave that in the movie? Again, I'm going to repeat that over and over and over and over again. But you know, I think a flock of woodpeckers pecking down a long ass nose would have been a lot more entertaining than a fairy waving the wand away and, and his nose going back to normal. But you know, that's just that's just my opinion. And I don't know. That's kind of that's kind of crazy. So uh, Pinocchio was fooled again by the fox and the cat. He buried his gold coins at Catchpool's forest, which the fox and cat told him that if he did that, he's going to grow a tree of gold coins. Why would you ever believe that? Stupid. To which the fox and cat steal his buried coins. Pinocchio is sentenced to four months in prison by Catchful's court and judge for the crime of foolishness. So not only did Pinocchio get jacked for his little bit of gold coins that the fairy gave him, he gets sentenced to pr- in, in pr- to prison for being dumb. He, he, he gets sentenced for being jacked, pretty much. And you know, I'm skipping a lot of things. You know, there's a lot of things that I wrote here and there and, and kind of putting it all together. So I, you know, I apologize if it's, if it's kind of scattered, but I'm not going to follow, I'm not following the story in the movie verbatim, you know, the way, the way that it falls in order. I'm just, you know, throwing all this information out to you, but he, uh, Pinocchio was given some money by the fairy when he was released and when you know his nose was was carved back to normal by the by the birds and he went away to go go give his dad or mr geppetto some some money so they can eat well the fox and the cat fooled him into making him believe that if he buried the 10 gold coins he would have 100 gold coins coming from the branches of a gold coin tree but obviously that wasn't true and when he buried it and went away he came back and that shit was was gone they jacked him for it and i don't understand what the thing was oh and on top of that hold on, let me see here on top of that the cat and the the fox and the cat when they uh when he was walking to the forest they tried to jack him and when they were dressed in disguise they were dressed you know in all black they tried to jack him and in order to uh, pinocchio put the the gold coins in his mouth in order to get the coins out of his mouth, they hanged Pinocchio from a tree, hoping to kill him. When he wouldn't die, they he they pretty said, well, they pretty much said, well, we're gonna come back tomorrow when you're dead, and we're just gonna you know take the gold coins out from under your tongue once you're dead. So these these motherfuckers straight hung him out to dry, pretty much, and left him there to die in order to jack him for his coins that he had, you know, he cheeked in his mouth. Why didn't they leave that in there? They should have left that in in the original Walt Disney movie. That would have been some good ass shit to watch. So, damn. Pinocchio was caught by a farmer for stealing grapes. He was tied up and used as a watchdog to stop the farmer's chickens from getting eaten by weasels. He was released for doing a good job. This fool, so he was so hungry after, you know, all that, after he got released from prison and all this other crap, was wandering the forest or trying to get back home and got caught jacking some grapes at a farmer's, at a farmer's property. The farmer catches him, ties him up. And that was also when he got whipped. He was whipped and tied up 
to protect the chickens from getting eaten by weasels. So he did such a good job at protecting the chickens from weasels that as a reward, the farmer let him go. There's no timeline really. Well, I didn't really try to read deep into it, but there is a they're saying that who knows for how long he was tied up. You know, damn well that it wasn't just a one night job. You know very well that he was there for several months trying to protect these damn chickens from the weasels. And he did successfully. So as a reward, he was released from being tied up and left outside as a like a dog. Apparently where he was tied up, that's where the farmer's old dog was before he died. And Pinocchio just replaced the dog, just just took the dog spot in, in the same doghouse being tied up and protecting the chickens from getting fucked up by some weasels. If that's not a jacked up origin story, I mean, if that's what takes the cake, then you, you haven't been listening to, to the podcast, right? Because from beginning to all the way now, this whole thing is screwed up in so many different ways. <laughs> God dang it. And all right, so let's continue. If that's not convincing enough yet, so let's continue. Pinocchio turned into a donkey when he was sold. Uh, when, and, hold on for that. Pinocchio turned into a donkey and was sold to a circus, then sold to a man who wants to skin him, who wanted to skin him and make a drum from his donkey skin. The man throws him into the ocean so he can die. Fish eat all the donkey skin from Pinocchio and Pinocchio comes out without not looking like a donkey, but looking like a puppet. So the part of the story, the origins where they went to Pleasure Island, where, you know, they were indulging themselves in whatever they wanted, staying up, eating whatever they wanted, doing whatever they wanted was part in the movie and in the origin story. However, when Pinocchio turned into a donkey, he was sold from Pleasure Island to a circus. He was taught to perform and do several different tricks before Pinocchio hurt, sprained his ankle. He fucked his legs up and the, the circus leader, the ringleader, whoever the circus manager said, you know, I can't, there's nothing I can do with this donkey. This donkey's going to have to die anyway. And just so happened, he knew of a person who made drums out of, out of animal skin. So he sold Pinocchio to this drum maker guy and the drum maker said, fuck it, you know, you're you're worthless. I'm just going to kill you. Threw him in the ocean, waited for him to die. And because Pinocchio isn't a boy or, you know, he doesn't have any human lungs. He uh, he was uh, relieved from his donkey form because the fish ate the flesh, the donkey flesh from his body, ears included. And when he came out of the water alive, he was a normal puppet. And the, the guy who was pissed off and, and attempted to kill him again. But Pinocchio got away. Not to mention that throughout the, throughout the origin story, Pinocchio was stabbed. He was beat up. He was jumped. He, he, he got stabbed by people who were trying to mug him. Again, it wasn't only the, the fox and, and, the, and the cat that were trying to, trying to jack him. There was other people who were trying to jack him. And they they stabbed him, beat the shit out of him, left him to die again. He got hanged. He burned his feet off. And he was still a little asshole to Mr. Geppetto. But you know what, what blows my mind is that they, why didn't they leave all this in? You know, they, they could have left that Pinocchio was, was such a little asshole to, to Mr. Geppetto all the way into the end of the movie where, you know, he finally apologized and, and saved uh, Mr. Geppetto. But in the origin story, he was an asshole to the very, very, very end to Mr. Geppetto. So why why do you think that Disney turned the original story to the fluff piece it is now? There was no murder or burns or no prison time, no uh, mutilation, no, no, there, there was nothing of the original story that other than him turning into a donkey that 
kept the the theme and, and the reality of, of what was written. Do you think, out of curiosity, that he was, Walt Disney pretty much, you know, allegedly, Walt Disney had such a fucked up life that he escaped during his movies. I don't know how accurate that is. I read that a while ago. I read that there's so many different stories and so many different things about Walt Disney that I don't know what's true. But allegedly, he made all these happy fairy tale ending movies so he can escape reality from his own childhood that apparently he had a fucked up as childhood. I, I don't know. I wasn't there. So I don't know exactly how true it was. But according to different reports, he had a really bad childhood. I, I don't I don't know. I mean, I've said it about a hundred times throughout this episode. I think that if they had the origins set up and, and followed it almost to a T, I think the movie would have had more of an impact on teaching kids not to lie. It's not so much where kids are going to be, you know, oh, I'm going to believe, I'm not going to lie. I'm not going to go drink, do what I want because I'm going to turn into a donkey. That's not, that's not a realistic lesson to learn. I think if you, (laughs) if you go out in the hood after dark with some money that you're going to get stabbed and fucked up. And if you're in the wrong place at the wrong time, you know, there's going to be some bad consequences. And if you lie and run away from your parent, then some bad shit is going to happen to you. I think if they would have left the reality of it in there, then it would have been more, 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 it had more, it would have more of an impact than what it, you know, the movie originally or initially did. Pinocchio was one of my favorite movies. So I understand, actually, I don't understand. I, I don't understand why he did it. I think just showing the kids reality of, of what things that can happen or the origins of things that that have happened are way more impactful than lying to kids. That's just my opinion. So what do we do? So, oh, I finally read the text. My 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 buddy George messaged me and said that he's suggesting that I call it Graveyard Grumbler's Final Rap, which it's catchy. I might use it. And if anybody could think of anything else. Uh, let me know, but Graveyard Grumbler, Graveyard Grumbler's final rap is what we're going to roll with, you know, in exchange of final thoughts and my opinions or whatever the fuck I, I used to say. But Graveyard Grumbler's final rap. I, I think the origin, the, the original story was way more interesting and way more engaging than than the fluff piece that Walt Disney turned that Walt Walt Disney turned Pinocchio into. Yeah, I mean Pinocchio was still a great movie. I watched it when I was shit, man. I think I was like eight, six, six or seven years old when I watched it. And I, I thought it was it was one of one of the best movies I've ever seen. I just didn't know that uh, Pinocchio was was from the hood and that he killed Jiminy Cricket before you know put a they greenlit him and said this this is the end of it. He owes you some money. Take him out. I still think that the Gangland narrator should definitely be in there <laughs> on today's episode of Gangland. We interview Mr. Puppet and all the brutal, gruesome murders he did to survive the mean streets of Italy. <laughs> I just like doing that voice. I just had to do it again. But I, I, I think the, uh, the the origins was awesome. I, I applaud the author for making it and creating it. it. It was an amazing thing to read about. I really loved it. But they should have just left all the the origin there. I wonder if they made if they have or will make a movie of the original uh, of the original origin story. I would be very interested in watching that. That would be amazing, but I have to look into it. So that is gonna wrap up this episode. 
dang, that was a quick 30 minutes. It didn't even seem like it was 30 minutes, but it was. But now that I am back from Alabama, I will be back to my normal schedule. I will have a podcast episode out every weekend for everyone. It is one of my most loving, absolute fun hobbies that I enjoy doing is the podcast. I am still working on a bunch of different things at the same time. So please bear with me. I, I <laughs> There's only one of me and there's a lot of different projects that I have going on. So my main focus is to try to make the original podcast the absolute best and try to, I'm still working again. I'm just working on a bunch of things, but please remember that this Jul- the July, God dang it. November 7th, this upcoming Saturday, I am going to have paranormal writer, paranormal and uh, horror writer Eve S. Evans on the show. I am super, super fucking excited for this. I've read a few of her books and I absolutely loved them. I've listened to her uh, a couple, a few episodes of her podcast, and I am excited to have her on there. She it's going to be a fun episode. She's a ghost hunter. She writes spooky stories. She's had some crazy encounters. And I just can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. So next week episode is going to be a continuation on the origins of the story. I'm not sure if I'm going to do a nursery rhyme or if I'm going to go do another uh, Walt Disney movie. Just keep an eye out on my Instagram or my Facebook. I usually post on Instagram. That's my favorite place to post on what's going to happen. So Again, thank you everyone for standing by and and bearing with my crazy schedule that I had the last couple of weeks. And again, I apologize for missing that one episode. I didn't realize that I didn't record enough episodes for my absence, but I'm back now and shit is getting back to normal. So thank you very, very much for listening. I appreciate each and every one of you from around the world. And as always, good morning, good day, good night. Goodbye. This is the end. This is the end. Graveyard Grumbler Podcast. Grumbler.